on a whole bunch of these games, some of these um, trades that did happen. I mean, wasn't a whole bunch going on this time, but I mean, some good impacts, a lot of losers, but some good impacts. Um, but we, we're going to hit that one off, some of the games that we, but let's start off right now, though. I mean, everybody remembers Tennessee having to postpone their game because of COVID-19. Pittsburgh and everything else got delayed, and I mean, it still came down to the fact Steelers did beat the Titans. I mean, it was one of those few games where it was just two perfect record teams going head-to-head. Steelers prevailed, Titans lost. Got it. But let's talk about them Raiders, though. As it has came out, NFL did find the Raiders violated the COVID-19 policy. I mean, it wasn't like a little slap on the wrist. Tennessee had nothing really happen to them. I mean, they didn't find any evidence that they violated all the COVID-19 policies and rules that they were supposed to be abided by, but Raiders? Trent Brown? Hey, when I say they got slapped hard, I mean, how many people in this world be mad to lose $500,000? Raiders lost 500K because of this policy. Not only did they lose the 500K, John Gruden got fined 150K on top of that one, make matters even worse, which I mean, granted, yeah, it's a six-round draft pick regardless, but they would be losing their 2021 six-round draft pick this year also. So, I mean, COVID-19, the NFL is, is taking this stuff seriously. I mean, especially if they're found at fault for breaking the policies. I mean, that's still a big hit regardless to the organization as a whole. I mean, 500K, yeah, it's like a drop in the hat for them. I mean, if I lost 500K, I'm going to be mad. If I lost $100, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> Shit, I lose, I lose five bucks. I'm mad as hell. I'm saying. And even the fact that I lost this, the principal. <laughs> but, yeah, Oakland Raiders, yeah, y'all, y'all got hit. I mean, six-round draft pick, yeah, I'm saying it doesn't seem like much. But take this, for instance, six-round draft pick, Tom Brady. You, you never know what's going to happen. Undrafted free agents. You never know. You might luck up and get that one diamond in the rough that turns into your all-star. I mean, I can count Titans. Who do they have? Um, Cortland Finnegan, undrafted free agent. Dude came in, was a beast for years. I mean, so, I mean, you can sit there and slack on a six-round draft pick whatsoever. It ain't mad, and you know the dude ain't going to necessarily suck. I mean, but that could have been a diamond in the rough just going right there, hands down. Aside from that, I mean, let, let's get into some of this trade talks. And what did you think about this offseason? Well, this midseason trade going on. Um, what, what we got? Who's who's being traded? I seen the Jets trading. Uh, who who are they trading? They traded Avery Williamson. The, the Jets. I, I don't. I don't understand that. It was for like a fifth and seventh round pick too, right? Yep, they traded Avery Williams Avery Williamson for a fifth and seventh round pick in twenty twenty two. To all teams that possibly do not need a linebacker except for depth, the Steelers. Aiden yeah, Williamson see. used to be a Titan. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, it don't make sense to me, man. Uh, especially with the Jets, you. I don't know. They do need all the draft picks they can get, though. They need as much talent as they can grab. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I guess yeah, I, I'm not a fan. Capital. I'm not a fan of that trade. Um, let's see the Saints. They got uh, who they get? They got a linebacker. Uh, the Saints 
Uh, yeah, they took Kiko Alonso in a conditional fifth round pick. Um, they got Saints that. Definitely, they definitely need some help on defense. I take that back. I messed that up. I apologize, everyone. 49ers traded linebacker Quan Alexander to the Saints for Kiko Alonso and a conditional fifth round pick. So the Saints acquired Quan Alexander, who is by no means whatsoever a bad linebacker. And I mean, they already got AJ Klein, who is pretty much one of those top linebackers. I mean, underrated, but still a top linebacker. So it's, yeah, I, mm, mm. the Saints yeah, are going. And, they, and again, the Saints need help defensively. So, I mean, I think the Saints win in that one. I think that was a good trade. All in all, uh, so yeah, and then then you got a uh, Desmond King from the Chargers for their for a six round pick. Uh, I don't know, not a bad trade, I guess. No, uh, I think the Chargers lost out on that one. Well, with Derwin with Jer- Derwin James out right now, you you need all the secondary help you can get. And I, I got a cat that's trying to get in the, in the video. Um, <laughs> But no, he, um, yeah, you got Derwin James out. Your, your defense isn't top notch. Um, I mean, you got Bosa, right? And you got a, yeah. you got some decent players over there on, on the Chargers. But I think you need that secondary help that he provided, especially with the rookie quarterback who, by no means whatsoever, is doing bad. But you still got a rookie quarterback who is not going to be able to completely take over the game. So you're going to have to have defense to pretty much help him. So I mean. In my opinion, they lost on that one. The Titans getting Desmond King, who is pretty much one of – he's a good cornerback. He's definitely better than what the Titans did have already. They cut Joseph and they cut Big Beasley and brought in Desmond King to sit there and make a little bit of room. So, I mean, yeah. that that helps shore it up a little bit. I mean, it adds a little bit more youth for it. And, I mean, I'm not even going to say anything. I, I'm a Titans fan. Y'all already know this. But the cornerbacks were not cutting it. Aside from Kevin Byard, I mean, and Kenny Vaccaro, Butler, Joseph, we're not cutting it. Dory Jackson has still pretty much yet to be seen this season, but I mean, a hey, King will be something else. He should be a good addition regardless. Yeah. Yeah. The Titans definitely needed him. And it looks like the Dolphins are making a few moves. Uh, they got the running back from uh, uh, Kansas City, Washington, and then Isaiah Ford. Um, to the Pats for 2022 seventh round pick. Uh, I think the Dolphins need help in the backfield, but I think they need to go with uh, trying to think of a good back that's going to be coming in this draft. I mean, if I if I'm the Dolphins, I'm going. I'm gonna, I'm not going to trade. I'm I'm, I'm going to get a pick up a good back in the draft. Uh, off the top of my head, I mean the best back of Alabama. Alabama's. Right Alabama's got a uh, – what's his name from Bama's about – you know, he, he's going to go pro. You could try to trade up to pick him up. Uh, was it uh, Najee or something yeah. like that? So, yeah, yeah uh, I don't know. But the Dolphins are making moves, man. They're trying to get uh, to us a weapon, so. Yeah, they do need another receiver to pair with Parker. I mean, an actual proven receiver possibly or at least a nice rookie that – Maybe it's just more of a possession receiver, possibly a big body deep threat, like some kind of Mike Evans type of person, you know what I mean? But Washington, I mean, it's not bad, especially with Gaskins going on the injury list. I mean, they do need some. But at the same time, isn't that why they supposedly picked up Matt Breida? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. 
but I ain't seen or heard anything from Brita. And yeah, I was he's not doing much at all. I, I think he was a one-hit wonder there in San Francisco. He had a um, he had a decent year, but I I don't know. Dolphins yeah. ain't that great of a team, in my opinion. Anyway, uh, no. they got they got handed the game last week by the Rams. So, <laughs> and it's true. And it's truth. Golf played like trash. Golf gave them that game. And Tua did not do anything prolific whatsoever. That was the most low mediocre start possible. Did he have turnovers? No, but did he sit there and wow anybody? No, no. Fumble sack. Oh, like that's the true. first play, Aaron Donald welcomed you to the NFL quite nicely. Yeah. Well, aside from that one, I mean, one touchdown, I don't even think he eclipsed 100 yards. So, I mean, that's – no. No. I think their points came from uh, – the majority of their points came from a defensive touchdown. Um, uh, it, I believe it was a pick six or a fumble. And uh, a kickoff return. You know, I mean, you take that away, the Dolphins got 14 points. And yeah. touchdown, Green Bay. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is demolishing them. So, yeah, I, I know it's Thursday night football, Packers versus the 49ers, which this is not the 49ers team that has been. They have so many injuries. They lost Kittle. They don't have none of their receivers. They got um, – Mostert is hurt. McKenna is almost hurt. They're down to their practice team running backs, who apparently is not necessarily bad. But, I mean, they don't even have Garoppolo, for goodness sakes. Nope. And I mean, right now it is 21 to 3. So they're getting smoked. Yeah. And, and then they don't have Bosa on defense. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, this is going to be, it's all Green Bay. I wasn't even, I was going to put it on the list. I mean, the only good thing for this game right here, with Green Bay and San Francisco is literally is for a division leader. I mean, Green Bay is going to take this over regardless of the fact. So, I mean, San Francisco might as well almost pack it in for this year and just rebuild next year, hopefully with some more durable players than what they do have because their whole offense is just destroyed. They're giving Philly a run for the money for the most injuries in the season almost. <laughs> but aside from Green Bay, I mean, this week has some good matchups. A lot of them are – pretty much playoff makers for the most part. So it was kind of hard to decide on some of these. I mean, we, we're just going to run through them. I mean, the first one on the list, let's go Seattle and Buffalo. That's going to be a good game. You got the battle of the offenses, but I got a rule. I don't bet against Russell Wilson. So no. uh, he's got Metcalf back there. I mean, and Metcalf's having a monster year. Uh, you got Carson, you're handing the ball off too. So, for me, it's going to be Seattle all the way on this one, especially that nasty Seattle defense. Yeah. Yep, it's definitely about the offenses. I mean, defensive-wise, they're not necessarily high up there, but they ain't really making mistakes. Metcalf is definitely balling out this year, regardless of however it is. I mean, fun fact, though, as much as DK Metcalf is balling out, he is not the number one or number two receiver in the league as far as – as far as yards go, I want to say he is third or fourth. Um, I'll, I'll give you all those number two, considering that we're talking about Buffalo, too, on the opposite side of it. Josh Allen, he's been doing his thing this year. I'm not going to hate on that one, but like you said, I'm not betting against Russell Wilson. That dude always, always, always manages a way to finish it off in the end. I mean, he's still got Tyler Lockett, even when they're sitting there doubling Metcalf. So, I mean, you got to choose your poison on that one. But Stephon Diggs, on the other hand, Number two receiver in the NFL in yards with 695 yards. 
And Diggs is having a killer year, man, a killer year. And it just goes to show, I mean, think of the year Thielen could have if he had a decent quarterback. You know what I mean? They, Diggs got away from uh, Kirk Cousins. They're riding the back of Dalvin Cook. I mean, Dalvin pretty much led the way to beating Green Bay. The man scored all the touchdowns. Dalvin Cook's a beast, though. I said he was going to break out this year, which he is number two in yardage uh, right behind Derrick Henry with the Titans. Uh, but I will say this, Cook is only number two because he got hurt that game, that one game and had to sit out. So Derrick Henry can enjoy enjoy that little Russian title for about another week. But Cook's Cook's a beast, man. He's breaking out. I I knew this was going to be his year. So Cook's thing is the only reason he hasn't necessarily been a Russian leader, honestly, I'm not taking anything away from Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, yeah, he's destroyed that one. He's earned that, especially the second half of the season, which we're rolling into that second half of the season almost. So, he might have his work cut out for him, but Cook has had the issue of just being healthy and playing every single game. And then he's been having a crippled quarterback too, though. Vanessa, Vanessa, I love you, Vanessa. You made a killer killer, uh, ad for us again. We love you. Uh, uh, big shout out. But you saying lies. You better not be talking about, about Cook. You better not be talking about D.C. Because he's the best back in the league. Yeah, he ain't going to beat Henry. It's that second half of the season. This is when Henry comes in and says, okay, everybody, this is my time to shine. I mean, no other running back is literally producing the same amount of yards that he's producing on the second half of the season. I mean, the dude practically if- broke 1,000 yards in eight games. And if you're not watching uh, Monday Night Football right now, you're not missing much. Green Bay is leading 21-3. Aaron Rodgers has three passing touchdowns for 149 yards. Uh, Aaron Jones, 50 rushing yards as of right now. And 44 seconds till half. Packers got the ball, and they're probably going to get it in the end zone again. (laughs) Oh, never mind. They just sacked him. Ah. Sack on Rodgers. It happens every once in a while. He's got to give them something. Yeah, but definitely shout out to Vanessa Griffey, number one fan. Definitely one of our page managers. Helps us out a little bit on everything, especially on some of the videos she puts together. So, I mean, go ahead and just log onto the page. You ain't even got to click on anything. It's up there on our banner where it says Seven Sports Podcast. and just shows a little clip, video clip. Me and Sam, some of our guest speakers that we've had, you know, talking about all of our stuff, share it with the friends and everything else. Give us a couple likes. Give us some reviews. Tune in. Watch us. Yep. This is what we came here for. Give y'all some unfiltered share, sports. Share, <laughs> share, share. No politics. No BS. Just straight sports, straight football. Just talking what we love. <laughs> I, I see you, Michael Murdoch. Uh, he's trying to give Vanessa Griffey a run for the money as a top, uh, top fan. Rush close to 30 times a game. Yeah, you're going to get some yards. That's for sure. But Definitely. If you ain't stopping it. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Speaking of Derrick Henry, let's go into this next one. Um, Chicago, who's somehow can't hate on them, stepped it up this year and giving a couple teams a run for the money, sitting at the top of the division at one point in time. I mean, they're going up against Tennessee. Chicago's second in the division. Worst. The worst offense in the NFL, and they have a winning record. It, it's mind-boggling. Um, 
but I'm going to go Titans with this. Uh, I think Tennessee's going to be too much. Uh, Chicago's defense can only win them so many more games. Uh, so, yeah, I think the Titans, uh, Titans all the way in this one. Yeah. Um, well, Chicago would be first in the division if they beat Tennessee and Green Bay lost. Green Bay losing. <laughs> Green Bay losing. No, 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 no. And then Chicago on the other side of it, they might be a little bit affected either. They're going to either be very, very rested or they're going to be very, very rusty. They've had their COVID case too and had their facility shut down. So, I mean, see how that happens. I mean, their offense ain't never really been clicking this much that year, this year. I mean, it's been the defense winning it for them. So it's, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be hard on them. I mean, hopefully they see some signs of life to a certain extent, but Titans, Titans. All the way, all day in this one. Especially they're going to be playing at Tennessee too. They're going to get a heavy dose of Henry. Trubisky, take back over for quarterback over Nick Foles? No, No. Mr. Murdoch, you are wrong, sir. No, sir. Trubisky can't hit the broadside out of a barn. True, the only advantage Trubisky has over Nick Foles is his scrambling ability. And honestly, the way the Titans have been playing the past two games on their pass rush, they're not going to necessarily need that. They haven't been getting to the quarterback. Um, their best bet is to keep Nick Foles in there as soon as how he is more accurate right now. That would be their best bet. And I'm not hating on my Titans, but yeah, no. Nick Foles is more accurate than Trubisky whatsoever. I mean, he had that one good year, and then the next year he came out and fell flat on his face. Otherwise, they would not have picked up Nick Foles to sit that, there. And that was uh, that was the worst draft quarterback wise I've seen in a while. Trubisky was horrible, a horrible draft pick. It was a it was a wasted pick. I tell you what, they need to do. They need to go out, find a free agent, one you know, a previous quarterback that they signed. You know, that was good and everything. You know, that they signed for a hundred million dollars. You know, setting the record for quarterbacks getting money. I'm joking. Don't go get him. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't go get him. But yeah, so Titans, who, who who we got next on this? Uh, oh man, you know what? Let's go take it. The Steelers knocked them off last week. They're a divisional rival against the Tennessee Titans. Baltimore versus the Colts. Mm. Mm. Philip Rivers is it his team? Or is it Ravens. Lamar Jackson's team? Ravens. I got to go Ravens, man. Uh, I just I, – I'm not – I think Rivers is over the hill. He's past his prime. He had his time. He had better weapons at receiver, especially in uh, San Diego, in my opinion. Uh, so – I uh, mean, yeah. they're still getting it done, but – They're getting uh, it done, but – It's not Rivers getting it done. No. The defense is getting it done for them. They got a killer defense, but I just I gotta go Ravens on this one, man. I think Lamar's gonna be too much for them. Yeah. The one thing I will say is both teams' defenses are in the top five as far as points allowed against their team. So, I mean, the only difference is Baltimore is putting up more points than Indy. Yeah. So they they do got a nasty linebacker in Darius Leonard though I mean the dude is a nasty linebacker for the Colts that's hands down um, 
Baltimore went got Patrick Queen, who's stepping it up, but their secondary is good. Are they missing a little bit of their extra, extra power that they used to have at linebacker and defensive line? Yeah, but it's not hurting them at all. Um, I think Lamar Jackson is going to cut loose. It's getting about that time. I think he's going to cut loose. Um, if there is an upset, Michael Murdoch, it's going to be because of Andy's defense, and that's about it. But nobody's technically shut down Baltimore yet, and they apparently got the running backs actually splitting the ball and getting yards now. So it should be an interesting game regardless. Lamar now, gets hurt, maybe. Lamar gets hurt, goes down. Yeah, maybe. But as long as Lamar's healthy that entire game, they're going to take it. Great question. I didn't see anything about the Ravens losing anybody for COVID. Um, I haven't either. I don't remember seeing anything. I'm going to have to look that one up and get some answers for you before we get off of here tonight. Um, other than that one, let, let's head into this next one. I don't see it necessarily being too big of a game, but Carolina versus Kansas City, Mahomes versus, yeah, whatever his name is, Bridgewater. Bridgewater. Uh, I, I, you know, is McCaffrey playing? Is he not playing? I, I heard he looked good in practice. Uh, I heard his cuts are back. He's making good moves, but um, I, I this game's a toss-up because if you get McCaffrey back in there, you can control the clock, right? You got a good running back that can control the clock. So, um, with not knowing about McCaffrey, I'm going KC. But hmm. if McCaffrey was in it, I would say it's going to be a – I'd still pick Kansas City, but it would be a lot closer if McCaffrey was in the game and – possible up, upset they would possibly upset the chief i think that's interesting one. yeah you, with mccaffrey you keep mahomes off the field right well he's explosive too though, so i mean he might not oh yeah but you'd go in with the game plan handoff 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 you know short passes uh for bridgewater and let teddy use his legs as well uh but uh, yeah, if if I knew who was if I knew McCaffrey was playing, I'd say it's gonna be a lot closer. But then, but it is not. I think Kansas City in a blowout. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go with Kansas City. Bridgewater, dude's been playing up. He's actually doing pre-injury Minnesota Bridgewater stuff. I mean, so yeah, that's uh, it's Mahomes, Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, McCole Hardman. I mean. It's hard to cover all of them. And to answer your question, Murdoch, yes, you did say Humphreys, but I see eight players placed on the COVID-19 reserve list. And if that's including Marlon Humphreys, that's more than likely the secondary, which means it, oh. it, that, that might make it a little bit iffy. At least for Baltimore on that side of it, that might make it a little bit iffy. Indy doesn't have the high receivers. T.Y. Hilton is like he's almost broken and non-existent. They probably should have traded him. Um, I doubt anybody really, really wanted him considering dude's probably got like 10 catches on the whole year. But, yeah, that's going to make it iffy for um, Baltimore on that secondary side of it. It's going to have to be Lamar Jackson shining out on that one. But Carolina and Kansas City, I'm going to go Kansas City by at least – I'm going to give them 24. That's even uh -huh. with McCaffrey on the field. Uh -huh. So, <sighs> oh, yeah, Patrick Queen. 
they're going to be hurting. Baltimore will be hurting. But enough about those two. But, all right, we'll, we'll get this one. Las Vegas Raiders, Josh Jacobs' team versus Los Angeles Chargers, Justin Hebert's team. Herbert Hebert, however you want to say it. Um, if the Raiders are playing like they did the first three games of this season when they actually knocked off Kansas City, it'll be a blowout. But they've been suffering a couple of injuries, a little nicks and bangs up here and there. I mean, Josh Jacobs hasn't been performing how he is. They lost Henry Ruggs for a while. Darren Waller was pretty much injured. I mean, <sighs> Los Angeles, I mean, they're one, one bright spot, which it has been for the past four years. Keenan Allen. Mike Williams is there, but that is definitely Keenan Allen's team with a nice young quarterback that he is helping out completely. So, I mean. Yeah. I, I just, when Derek Carr's on, he's on. And with with Jacobs in the backfield, I, I got to give this to the Raiders. I think it's going to be an easy win for Las Vegas. Uh, like you said, if they play the way they were early on in the season, uh, I've learned from picking against the Raiders here lately. When I do pick against them, they seem to prove me wrong. So I'm going to go Raiders on this one. I think Carr is going to be hitting. He's going to be throwing some dimes. Uh, yeah, I like the Raiders big time in this game. Yeah, I might go Raiders even with pretty much their rookie to third-year receivers that they do have. I mean, they're managing to get it done. Darren Waller is pretty much their ace in the hole. Josh Jacobs is – yeah, he, he, he's the engine on that team right now, but they're getting it done with the rookie receivers. The only one they're missing right now is Edwards. I think he's still hurt, but, hey, him and Ruggs probably together have been good. I mean, if those two actually stay healthy the next couple of years, Raiders might be back in playoff slash Super Bowl contention if those two actually step it up and keep on rolling together how they're doing. They might have that nice little – Tim Brown kind of little thing going, I mean, with totally a lot more speed. Yeah. Tim okay. Brown, Randy Moss. <laughs> but yeah. Um, like we were saying earlier, loss of Desmond King, you got um, safety out for the Chargers. I mean, that, that defense is going to really, really hurt Herbert, though. I mean, but the dude's been doing good. I mean, as far as rookies go, him man. Bengals quarterback, um, name slipped my mind. Who's the Bengals quarterback? Uh, Burrow. Burrow, yeah. Those two have been performing very, very high right now. Yeah. So, all right. But let's go down. I'm going to say this is the game of the week. Oh, hands down, this is the game of the week. Yeah. It, it was a toss-up almost for a little bit. I was sitting there thinking about Green Bay, San Francisco, but – San Francisco, all the entries, it wasn't going to be a fight. Game of the week, rematch, old-timers game, Breeze versus Brady. Saints took the first one. Since then, Tom Brady has been on a killing spree. I got to say this. The, the Bucks are clicking. They really are clicking right now. 
and they're hitting all cylinders. Um, Drew Brees, I, I, I'm going to say it like I said about Phillip Rivers, his time has passed. Uh, I don't see why the Saints are continuing to stick with Drew. Um, and that's just not because I'm a FSU fan wanting to see Jameis in there. I just think that that Drew is – he's past it, man. He's past his prime. It's time to hand the ball off to somebody else, and Sean Payton's not going to do that without an injury to Brees. Uh, but it, it's going to be the, Brady's, uh, the Brady show. Uh, I think they're going to take it because, uh, like I said, that team is hitting on all cylinders, offensively and defensively. And now uh, we got A.B. back. Yeah. So that's just one more weapon for Brady. Uh, Michael Thomas, is he still out? Right now, he's still out. I mean, technically, yeah, could he, he probably play? Right? I, I didn't see that one. I'm gonna have to look that one up. If he wants I to think, be traded, think, that's a lot of money that he's still owed, yeah. especially with that big contract he just signed. I think I think Thomas wants out, uh, and then you know I could be wrong on that. That could be hearsay, but it's time to bench Breeze. His time's up. So put Winston in, salvage your season, or continue down this rabbit hole where you win some, you lose some, but Saints ain't beating Tampa this weekend. Tampa, uh, I got to agree with uh, who was it that said it? Uh, Michael Murdoch, I got to agree with Murdoch. Bucks by 14. Brady's going to throw about four touchdowns. I mean, Brady, this is by far the most offensive weapons Brady has had in years. And any single one of them can literally break it at any given point in time. I mean, you got your deep threat with Mike Evans. You got your shallow to deep threat with Chris Godwin. You got Gronkowski. You got Cameron Bray, who by far is possibly one of the most underrated tight ends in the NFL. I have not seen one year he has not played as a backup to O.J. Howard or anyone whatsoever, and they go down, and the dude comes in and just dominates for the most part. Yeah, so, Bray I mean, should be their starter because he's he's 100 times better than, than – uh, uh, that washed up Alabama tight end. Yeah. I mean, dude is completely underrated. And now you got AB coming in with him and Leonard Fournette healthy again. And even Ronald Jones, I will toss it out there. Ronald Jones, who apparently decided to actually play football this year, kind of helps if your quarterback is actually completing passes and leaves the running game open for you. But with that being said, no Michael Thomas, Manuel Sanders should be back for the Saints. I mean, Defensively, yeah, they try to bolster their defense, but <sighs> everyone forgive me for this one. Tampa Bay is going to win it. They're not the same team that the Saints played at the beginning of the year with the mistakes that Brady made. I mean, unless he just happens to get nervous playing Drew Brees again or something, it's not going to necessarily happen. If the Saints win, it's going to be by field goal at the end of the game. Yeah. It, it's it's going to be Tampa all day. Uh, I think the biggest mistake Tampa ever made was drafting O.J. Howard when they could have took Dalvin Cook. They needed a running back so bad, and they had the opportunity to take Dalvin Cook, and that's the only spot on that team they're hurting is running back because Fournette's yeah. a bust, in my opinion. He He's good for three or four yards here and there, but you could about you could just imagine Tampa Bay right now with Brady Cook, Antonio Brown, and those other wide Evans coming. Great, just imagine that offense right now. Well, here put it like this: they took OJ Howard, right? There was another tight end that came out that year too, and he's playing on an even worse team right now. 
Evan Ingram. They could have taken him. <laughs> true. So yeah, I mean it's yeah. It's 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 gonna be yeah, Tampa Bay is probably gonna take it the way they're playing. Saints totally agree. Saints aren't clicking right now until they actually get Michael Thomas back, then it's not gonna happen. And I, I see that one comment. Go Bears. Bears versus Titans. We already touched on it. Bears ain't getting it. <laughs> Bears ain't getting it. And what is up with that gift? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, aside from New Orleans and Tampa Bay, I mean, yeah, it's that's the conference battle for first right there. I mean, more than likely, that's going to be the settle. If the Saints win this one, they're going to stay at the top of the division. That's going to happen. Um, but I see Tampa Bay taking that win. I mean, last stat that I would give y'all, we talked about Mahomes. Even though Mahomes is performing admirably right now, he is not the passing leader. Neither is Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. Not even Tom Brady. Matt Ryan, passing yards leader in the NFL. And their team is barely even breaking two wins. <laughs> but. Yeah. I don't know how that Matt Ryan's pulling that off. Yeah. It, it's, it's interesting. I mean, yeah. It, it's going to be some good games this week. So, definitely tune in Sunday. We got y'all with y'all. Yep. Got you on the college recap from Saturday to games, and then we're going to hit you with the um, Sunday recap for all the afternoon and part of the primetime game. So tune in with us on Sunday. Um, if you missed us last night on the college part of it, go ahead and watch us, review it, you know, take a look at the podcast. We made some interesting predictions in there. Like I said, Santi was going to be my wild card. I mean, we'll see, but definitely leave us some feedback. Yep, leave us your feedback. Also, we will have these two uh, last night's and tonight's episodes up on uh, Spotify uh, uh, and other podcast uh, uh, networks. Uh, we will soon be on iTunes. I know I keep saying that. I, I'm, I've been back and forth emailing with them, uh, trying to get that taken care of. So soon we will be in the iTunes store. So once we hit that, don't forget to give us five stars. And give us a good rating if you got Spotify, got a long drive to work, or you're at work bored wanting to hear some sports talk. Listen to us. Tune True. in. Even if you're at work and you can't get on Spotify and you can pull up some YouTube, we're on there too. All the videos yes. are uploaded for that one. I mean, other than that one, yeah, Murdoch, last one for you. 500 yards with five turnovers a game is Matt Ryan. That's exactly what he does. But yeah. uh, that one, hey, thanks for tuning in tonight. This concludes our NFL podcast for tonight, and we will see y'all on Sunday. Tune in. Hit us up. That's right. Y'all have a great evening, and don't forget, Sunday night, tune in for the college and NFL recap. All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs>